I'm author Mark Muncy. And I'm author Erica Lance. And this is Eerie Travels. Greetings, travelers. Greetings, travelers. Wow. It was very aggressive. Wow. I'm super excited about today's episode. Uh, it's, these are, this is, this is, oh my gosh. Yeah, this is exciting. I am, I'm thrilled with these. Do you these. know why this is, there's a couple of reasons this is actually super exciting, Mark. Okay, why is that? One, our travelers are interested. So yes. we love that. Um, secondarily, you are now in the mountaintop castles of the world. Yes, yes. We're live in person. Yes, complete with uh, crazy internet hiccups. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Welcome to my world. Yeah. And then last but certainly not least, we have the amazing, the incomparable Callista Muncy on the podcast. Yes. Yeah, you do. Hi, guys. You're going to say greetings to our travelers? Not as aggressive as me, probably. Greetings, travelers. Oh, our ASMR episode. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I like to get spooky with it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Now, we Thank just you. had some uh, craziness. You guys, we did our our uh, uh, first listener question episode. Yep. And the, we got, because we aired that, we instantly got flooded with more questions. Uh, we're still getting listener stories. We love those. This is a little different. It uh, is. Um, you can do both. If you, you have a question, yep. send us a question. You can do it through the website, eerietravels.com. Or if you have a listener tale, I actually fixed the website so you can upload pictures too. Oh, yeah. Hey, so, yeah. That's why I started getting yeah, so I was trying yeah. to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, like, no. Wait a minute. I'm Look, getting, I'm I'm getting a lot of Starlink photos and people are saying it's UFOs. I'm like, sorry to disappoint. It's Starlink, but it's okay. It's let, me, let me just put this little disclaimer. This is what I suggest, travelers. If you think you're seeing UFOs in the sky, Google... What does Starlink look like in the sky when it's being launched yeah. and when it's passing over? Yeah, or especially like the two weeks after the launch, because that's when people are saying, well, there was no launch last night. It's like, yeah, but it's the week after is when it's getting into orbit. And that's when it usually looks like. That. Well, that now, you see them float across the sky. They kind of okay. look like a diamond bracelet across the sky. Yeah. Now, to be fair, anything is a UAP if you don't know what it is. It's unknown to you. So right. they're not wrong. No, they are not wrong. And this yeah. everything. Just we're not going to confirm that it's not, a yeah, UFO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, probably it's not, a, not. Un, not of non-human origin, which I loved in that uh, hearing. We're going to do a whole episode on the the UFO hearing, but it's still Mothman Month, and I think there's more coming on that. So we're going to hold off. Yeah, on that. no, that's going to be probably even a two-parter because that yeah. goes really deep. But yeah. oh yeah, questions today, listeners, and I'm going to start because I'm super excited. And you guys have dug into our psyche i'm like uh, how did you get into our heads because these are things we just mentioned in passing in certain episodes and i mean and suddenly it comes up in a question and i get those question emails and i'm just like oh, are they inside my head how did they know this so Mark thinks everybody's inside his head a well i think i think i think Indrid cold is and i just you know, reaching out, out so. that your amazing wife did something which callie i don't know if you saw this but carrie went and bought a lamp from an antique shop. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. saw that and I was like, Carrie, no. What are you doing? <laughs> I, I'm a bad influence. Let's find it. I'm, I'm just saying, I know we're going to be recording very soon at your mountain chalet, but 
Man, if I get followed home, oh wait, you already did that when staying with yeah, me. Yeah, you brought yeah. something home. I did. I had uh, your dogs pointed it out yeah. very clearly that yes. there was something attached to me, and we took care of it. So we, oh, we did, did we? Uh, well, you did, and I, and did. I did too. So yes. okay. okay, so let's begin the questions. Yeah, Here let's start with that. Oh my god. Okay, greetings, travelers. Greetings. Yay, greetings. Okay, Mark and Erica always mention their love for Mass Effect. Are you guys paragons or renegades, male or female chef? Who are your romance choices? Which ending? And when is Callie going to play it? I should go Michelle S. When is Callie going to play it? Okay, so let's start with that because I knew that part when I read it. Callie was like, going to explode. Go ahead, Callie, Y'all, do some explain. Okay, so when I was 11, I played Mass Effect for the first time. And I've played it, I think, 10 times fully through since then i've always tried to do different run-throughs but i always end up doing renegade because anytime i do paragon shepherd i you know I'll, I'll fill in erica's role i'll say the first swear i feel like a pussy anytime i do it and so i don't do it i do renegade every time i just want to be evil i'm always femme shep because a jennifer hale is amazing Nothing against Mark Mirror, of course, but, you know, I've played it so many times with her that every time I've tried to do a male Shepherd run, I'm like, no, but I miss Jen. I want okay. her back. Romance choices? I mean, so it's always a split between Thane and Garrus, but I usually end up going with Garrus. Um, Thane, I try to, and then I just cry, and then anytime I, like, pass him, like, there's, there's this scene in Guardians 3 where where Gamora's like, I bet we were fun. And then, and then, uh, you know, Chris Pratt's like, like you wouldn't believe. And I always feel like that every time I don't romance Thane, it just hurts my heart. Oh, and, and, and the video game listeners. Yeah. For those of you who don't know who Mass Effect is. Yeah. The sci-fi video game trilogy is like 10 years old. Maybe. Yeah. A new one's coming. And they did, they did a legendary edition recently, which revitalized it. But I also real quick, which ending do you have usually? I mean, I usually, I usually do synthesis because, like, as much as I love being evil, like, I do need, I do need Joker and Edie to have their beautiful little cyber babies. That's important. Little eye babies. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I also have a mod on my Mass Effect so that it ends with uh, the Citadel DLC because I don't super love how the game ends. No. And I feel like the Citadel DLC, which if you've never played Mass Effect, the Citadel DLC is basically like fan service that makes up for the ending, which is notoriously an ending that a lot of people dislike. There are people who like it, but I'm not particularly a fan of it. No. Um, okay, so. So I, I tend right, to so. replay it for the Citadel. Um, oh, also, game one, I always romance Liara, just in case anyone was wondering. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Mark? Oh, I am I'm a Liara and Tally. Okay, but uh, what a paragon but, or renegade? Oh, I'm I am a paragon because okay. I, I like playing paladins. I like being able to be the nice guy Ooh. that I would really like to be. Uh I, I am I'm always paladin and you know in role-playing okay. games and all that. I when I'm DMing, I get to be all the bad guys. So when I play, I like to be the good guy. Okay, male, female. Uh I usually play male ship. Uh, just be, uh, I'm I'm a big Mark Mirror fan because I've met him so many times. I met Jennifer Hale a couple of times too. Okay, uh, and but, which ending? Uh, and for ending for me, I I go again the good guy ending. I like synthesis. Okay. Um. And so my answer is going to surprise a lot of people. Oh. Paragon. 
Oh, wow. Good yep, for you. Yep. And the reason is, is I make a very charismatic, charismatic driven character. Yes. So she basically talks her way out of everything. I play a female shepherd and I always 100% of the time romance Garrus when I can. Because nice. that's Valid. why I named my dog after him. And so the synthesis ending the good guy ending so everybody now could have skipped through this portion of the yes. question so for those of you now back now back to our normal programming but i did no. like that uh, michelle ended it with i should go, go. which now, is a, a mass yeah. effect in joke so i, I do I, have to say like the asking me if like have have has callie ever played it like can you guys talk talk them into playing it like well i have so much Mass Effect merchandise in my home because of my dad. Yes. It's it's wild. Like I've got the like helmet. I've got like a little plushy Elcor that sings at you. I've got a plushy Morden that's holding a little seashell. Like this is all video game yeah, stuff. Like, I know. You're, but... you're going down a path. We gotta yeah. we gotta well, I know that. Not that I don't love we'll, it. We'll, but we'll do our spin-off going... show uh yeah. Mass Effect uh we'll travels. Do Mass Effect show. Yeah, we'll do Mass yeah. Effect travels. Thank you, to Michelle S. I hope Thank you for taking us down that rabbit hole. So okay. all right. Uh your rabbit uh, hole. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, and we should go. Yeah. All right. So um <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm calibrating. Okay, so now my <laughs> question. Uh so the next one. Hey, Erie fam. Hey. hey. Uh, when going on travels, what are you hoping to find? What scares you the most when traveling? Just curious, Kelly Green. I think what we're hoping to find is interesting people, first of all, mm -hmm. interesting, fun people, and then just discovering the history of things and the 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 lore i think we're lore yeah, finders lore, folklore finders and i will say what scares me the most when traveling is usually rest stop bathrooms <laughs> oh yeah yeah hands it, down rest yeah. stop bathrooms can be not actual rest stop bathrooms let me clarify when you stop at gas stations yeah there is a 75 percent chance of some disgusting thing worse than ghosts. <laughs> they always so, look like specifically a gas station that somebody in a horror movie would be like, y'all don't go back to that that shack down in the woods. Oh, yeah. The it's like, the, yeah. The Harbinger there, yeah. The Harbinger's gas station. Yeah, like, I don't want to go there. Yeah, no, I, uh, I think when I go is I love uh, discovering stories, things I did not know, because I'll go on one... You know, I'm going to this destination looking for one thing, but everywhere we stop, I've, I've gotten Erica into the habit. Hey, what's, you know, do you know any ghost stories about this place? Do you know any, you know, history Lord, about yeah. this place? And then, you know, what's your favorite, you know, monster story in the area? And then the next thing, you know, we've got 10 more places to visit. And that's, I really love exploring towns and getting deep into the nitty gritty. And I will say this, travelers, just a plug. So our first Erie Travels book is going to be coming out in the beginning of the year. We're yes. going to have, it'll be Erie Travels, Tampa Bay-ish area. Mm -hmm. The second book we're working on is going to be up in the Smoky Mountains. But if you have places you think we should visit or lore we should go research, send it to us. We will add it to our list. We're going to be doing a couple Erie Travels books every year. So we'll be able to travel around and do it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. And uh of what scares me the most when traveling, uh, other drivers. Yeah, yeah. so uh, that's I, 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 yeah. Callie, is there something different than we mentioned in the fear factor? <laughs> uh, well, sometimes being in the car with my dad driving is a little scary. Uh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Thought you went. Kelly Green, we want to say thank you <laughs> for that. Under the bus. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, 
No, uh, no, I, it's, it's, I, I actually really like traveling with my dad. Um, anytime we go on things like that, I feel like the thing that I'm always the most excited by isn't as much the haunted thing as much as it is like the random food place that my dad will have found because he also <laughs> asks when he's asking the, for local stories, what's the best food here? And then we end up finding like the, you know, the local mom and pop stuff in the area. That's always like super good. Like, yeah. Let's see. And I mean, I know in the Brooksville episode, we talked about Coney Island hot dogs and that's just incredible. But, you know, if, if you ever ask, like, what's the best burgers in like my hometown, like Mark Muncy generally will know he yeah. loves burgers and, and they are so good. We, we've gotten some good burgers on the road. Um, I think the best one I had was in like Tennessee. Um, I can't even remember the name of the place. I think it was like Golden Girls something oh it was the yeah the golden girl cafe in, yeah uh, Pasco, uh in the uh, near outside of chattanooga yeah that was a real good it was a house that they had it was there. amazing yeah. Yeah. yeah it was like somebody's kitchen was in hooker oklahoma oh nice mm. there's a little stop there's apparently a, a museum to the wizard of oz there so we'll have to oh yeah that yeah out that's definitely an amazing place okay next one so kelly green thank you very thank much thank you for that kelly hope hope we answered your question okay hi mark and erica hi hello I saw Mark's book in a Cracker Barrel on our trip to St. Augustine, and I went, I listened to that guy. I hope you did that out loud. That's what I want. <laughs> My husband laughed. I bought the book. Ooh, you should bring it to an event. Mark will sign it. Yeah, okay. yeah. that's true. We used to look for haunted places we would have missed on the trip. Thanks so much. What's your favorite scary place in St. Augustine? P.S. We visited the sheriff's ghost walk and told him you recommended him. He said you're a great storyteller and has a copy of the book that you gave him. Fan for life. We'll look for you in a future event. Rhonda Green. No relation to Kelly Green. That is <laughs> that they're in order, but Rhonda, thank you very much. And um, what is your scariest place in St. Augustine? Uh, the scariest place in St. Augustine for me is the old jail. Oh, yeah. Uh, that place, uh, the the sheriff, Doug Stenroos, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say his real name, but uh, anyway, the sheriff's ghost walk, he's retiring, so it doesn't matter. He, when I first started researching this stuff, he's like, we're going to go stay in the old jail. I got the keys. I'm like, okay. And he's like, I took Charlie up there one night. I'm going to take you up there. So Charlie Carlson, let rest in peace. Uh, so he's like, I'm taking you there. So we spent the night in the old jail, which is now a museum and and all this and we were up on that top floor area which when you do the tour they call it oh this is the you know the isolation dock this is where they put the worst of worst it's actually kind of the mess hall area it was not that but you know the tour you know is a little bit of hollywood thrown in but it's still it's a scary place and we were camping out in an old cell and it was just the two of us in the building and we were setting up our sleeping bags and suddenly the padlock on the gate to the cell lifts up. It's an old metal laugh padlock. It lifts up and goes bam. Mm. And it echoes through the whole building. Nope. And Time to go. Though that yeah. was, I was like, he's like, we're just getting started. And I'm like, well, I'm ready to go home now. But yeah, but I was like, that was amazing. And I, you know, of course, nope, we didn't have cell phones, all this. This was way back. Uh, so it was very, very cool. Uh, and we spent the night there, but it was definitely a scary, scary night. So. Yeah, I have to say, one of the things I think a lot of people don't realize about St. Augustine in general is there used to be monasteries there. 
and pirates would attack there. The amount of dead that are just in the streets. Oh, the yellow fever mm-hmm. outbreaks. And, and things everything. like that. Like just the decimation uh, body count of that area. It's you go in there and it's all tingly. It's very, you know, one of the scariest places for me actually mm. is the old schoolhouse. Because I think it's, it's one of the oldest to, buildings. It's in, one of the few that's actually survived fires, floods, everything. Yeah. A lot of those places you go through, like St. George's Street, and look, look at all these old buildings. They were all rebuilt in the 1980s yeah. after a fire. But so, that's but that's cool I survived. Yeah. So I went in there and I'm six feet tall. So I'm way too tall to be in that building, period. Period. Yeah. Period. Uh, Mark six feet as well. So we're way too tall. We're stupid. In and but and I it's perfect height for me. Was, yes. <laughs> then Callie, here are all Um, no, I went in there and I was like, oh, there is something that doesn't want people in this house. Oh yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. that was a scary I mean, now place. scariest. Now, if you really want an encounter, just hang out at Tolomato Cemetery. You'll yeah. you'll see oh, something. Yeah. The little boy in the tree there. I, I've I've owl going back's got a picture of the bride there. I've got a picture of the little boy in the tree. The sheriff's ghost walk page has a great picture of the little boy in the tree. They've been seen a ton. And then Callie has, you know, their experience. I think we'd mentioned it before. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with uh, the, the yeah. gate. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, the scariest thing that I've ever seen in that Tolomato Cemetery was a homeless guy pissing, but that was... Yeah, 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 that happens too. So, I, I don't yeah. think that was a ghost. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to lie. You never know. Uh, but you know, everybody's <laughs> always, lighthouse, lighthouse, lighthouse. Lighthouse is great, but there's a lot more to St. Augustine. That's that is true. Important. Okay, next question. Um, was it, is it my turn now? Yes. Yeah. Uh, my question to those out there who call themselves paranormal investigator, investigators or people out there that go hunt things that go bump in the night. Do you believe in the vampires, werewolves, dogmen, shapeshifters, any of those things you're always hearing about that were the monsters that we were scared of as kids? Do you believe that there are real life monster hunters out there that go out and hunt them and that have been hunting them for lifetimes or centuries or how long these monsters have existed? Joseph Grimm. I wonder if that's from Grim Fairy Tale. I don't know, but that's also an awesome name. That um, is an awesome name. Um, but all right, so I think this question is asking: do, Are there also vampires, werewolves, and well, hunters, not I, just ghost hunters? Yeah, no. I, I mean, first of all, I think there are hunters of all kinds. Yes. As far as actual werewolves can be considered shapeshifters and there's a lot of talk about whether or not a lot of these creatures that we see even bigfoot even dogman the rougarou that we recently yeah. probably shouldn't have discussed <laughs> you know these things um are uh shifters or not right mm-hmm. so i mean i think to say shapeshifters i think people it's entirely possible that these things and their skinwalkers are shapeshifters yes. right um, mm-hmm. but as far as actual vampires like the vampire Lestat, mm. I, I have my doubts on the blood, like actual undead creatures who live off of blood. I that one's a little harder for me to go down the path of things. There have been many different vampire cults, and there's an entire society of vampire things, oh, yeah. but they're not undead creatures that are centuries old necessarily. And there are families out there that have histories of monster hunting and stuff like that i think it's a bit more in the realm of fiction um but 
Um, you know, dogman hunters. Yes, I've talked to many. Uh, Bigfoot you know, hunters. Bigfoot yes. hunters. Oh my gosh, yeah. Stacy Brown, he'll be happy to talk to us, and Connor Flynn, and all these, you know, RPG, you know, all these guys that we are going to have on future episodes. They, yeah. they are monster hunters, and and, and Dave Spinks. He hunts monsters, ghosts, whatever. So these guys, yeah, it's not all Hollywood. Like it's not, think. it's not Hollywood kind of hunting. It's not Ben Housley. Yeah. That's not. Yeah, they're not running around with steak, wooden stakes and no. crosses, but they are looking into these things. Now, yeah, vampires. There is a word for vampire in every language on earth, and there are men. When I was in Romania, there was a guy hunting strigori. And he was out actually ready to kill them and wrestle with them and stuff like that. So, yes, they are out there. They're on the fringes of society, but I don't I don't necessarily we, we don't know what they are, but yeah. I, I don't personally believe we have thousand year old, hundreds year old vampires. I could see it being something else, but I don't know. I could be proven wrong. So I'm gonna say it's in the pure pure preternatural. Preternatural stuff we don't that? understand yet. Yeah. I don't Maybe. know. I've seen Paul Rudd. There's got to be vampires. Oh, I think that's aliens, but that's yeah, yeah. For sure, something's going on. He's got immortality somehow. <laughs> Paul Rudd is a gem. I've, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I love Paul Rudd. We're happy he's around. Um, yes. I know as far as like... Conan O'Brien show is around somewhere, so he can still show the uh, Mac Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> For okay. me, like the only Bigfoot hunter that I know of, um, at least personally was my seventh grade science teacher. Uh, I, I, he, I don't know. He was just a real character. Like our first day of class, he was like, first off, he always called me Callistra. And I was like, okay, cool. That's close. Um, And he was like, I know what I saw in the Yucatan. And he, he would go up there with his wife every year because he's like, here's a picture of Bigfoot. And it was for sure like a blurry bear. Yeah. Um. But he, this guy was, like, really convinced he saw Bigfoot, and he really wanted all of these middle schoolers to, like, believe it, too. It was really, like, wild. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you're listening out there, Mr. Malinka, I don't know what you saw, but... Drop, you, us, drop us a line. Drop us a line. Us we could, we'd love to hear your listener tales. So. You, you made a big impression on me and on my heart, and, you know, I I loved your class. Aww. Yeah. Okay. I, I miss it. <laughs> You are so rabbit holing worse than your dad did. Listen, I don't talk much. Yeah, you're you're loving this. So okay. good. All okay. right. Here we go. Hello, travelers. Well, hello. Hello. No hello, Callie. Where was the hello? Oh, hi. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing this in the hopes that you all read it and it will fall onto the ears of someone who can provide some guidance. First off, thank you for your show. I'm new to all this, but there's a sense of comfort here, and I really appreciate it. I feel like I found a family. Oh, well, you are welcome to the tribe. Yes. Well, yeah. it's dangerous as that can be. Okay. Well, as long <laughs> as I can remember, I felt the, what most would describe as unnatural. My intuition is nauseating at times, and I am so drawn to all the things outside of this world. I'm a natural healer, and I've always been fascinated with death and the afterlife. I'm very introverted by nature in real life, but hide under humor on social media. I'd love to learn all I can about myself and my inner power. However, I'm so lost on where the first step is. I guess mentorship is really what I'm seeking or even a place to start. Any advice or suggestions on this would be appreciated. Lately, I felt an incredible sense of urgency and spiritual connection 
that I can't shake. I lost, I'm lost and I love to hear your stories and how you found yourself on these journeys. I'm so desperately seeking in myself right now, Tori B. Oh, Aww. well, Tori, we love having you. I'm going to start with my advice, which is, I think something that could definitely help. I, it depends on where in the country you are. So Tori, you don't have to reveal that, but there are um, Reiki healers, which is where I would begin is finding a place to teach Reiki. Cause at least there's mentorship in that. Because if you had a place like, um, what is the place in Florida? The, all the psychics. Oh, um, like Casadega. Like Casadega, where there's some legitimate yeah. people who have the gifts and stuff like there's that. There's actually Casadega in upper state New York too. And you know, where it originally started. Yeah. Uh, I would say, yeah, honestly, social media is your friend. You already said you're hiding behind your humor on social media. There are many, many, many Facebook groups that are great for helping beginners uh, and, empaths. and empaths, especially uh, one of my favorites is the uh, Appalachian spirituality and witchcraft, you know, is a great uh, uh, paranormal group that I would highly recommend you join. There are lots of others like that just in your area, look in your area. There's gotta be, you know, just do a Facebook search, do, do a Google search and you'll find that there are groups just make sure anybody offering to charge you for this walk away walk just, away just this walk is not away chargeable yeah. and you have to That's feel comfortable one of the problem with some of the reiki healings is some of them are like oh i'll teach you how to be a reiki healing 500 now if they're offering you know if they're asking for like gas money and you know and food yeah i mean you got to eat you know and they got to get to you so yeah that i would i would be okay with but most of them willing to do it on zoom stuff like that but you know, find local classes. Also, your local yoga studios, your mm -hmm. local libraries, and your local metaphysical stores. Yes. And right. Crystal Supply Shop usually has a billboard with, hey, we're starting a coven. We're starting a group. And go with what your gut says. You know, if you don't like the term coven, you don't like the term Wicca, don't go to a Wicca group. Go to something else. If you don't like Reiki, you know, and you want to go Wicca, there you go. You know, just or use your I, judgment. And I would also say- Follow that intuition. Regardless, um, go into the group. If you don't feel good about it, red flags, walk away immediately. Yep. Don't doubt yourself. And do not, you know, you're not going to offend anybody by leaving immediately. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you do, there's they not a the right group anyway. Yeah. Everybody understands intention. Everybody yep. understands intention. Um, something else that I think is really um, helpful if you're still trying to figure your stuff out. Um, I used to have a roommate in college who, um, you know, they were Salvadorian and they were trying to get in touch with like the Salvadorian elements of witchcraft. So they were kind of looking into like their own cultural stuff and talking to like their family members who had practiced and also trying to find like resources online about their own like cultural um, background. And, and that was like a really interesting journey to watch, uh, you know, the, her go through. So I, I think using it as a way to like reconnect with like some of your more cultural elements in your like background can be a really helpful thing too. Plus it, it feels less appropriative when you do stuff like that. Agreed. 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 All right. Okay. Hope well, that helps Tori. And uh, you know, let us know how your message, how it goes. How it goes. Yeah. Drop yeah. us, drop back in, drop back in a line. All right. So next one, uh, this one's from anonymous. So oh, I love these. So last night my kiddo ate last night my kiddo ate some cereal in my room and left their bowl on my table. 
As I was about to fall asleep, I thought I heard a loud clank like the spoon getting dropped in the bowl. I sat up, looked around, nothing weird, but had an odd feeling about it. I was in my room again just now working on some laundry and I hear the same sound except drawn out like it was raked across the bowl and the spoon is opposite of where it was before. I'm either losing my mind or I have a ghost that wants me to put the dishes in the sink. LOL. <laughs> Seriously, though, does that warrant a cleanse? Because that was weird AF. Which is what? as fuck for yeah. anybody paying attention. <laughs> Look, I got it in. Woo! Yay! <laughs> Good job, Erica. What say you, travelers? <laughs> so do you have a ghost that wants you to do the dishes? Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, I'd say it's course. it's safest to just move. Yeah, probably. No, no, honestly, something's trying to contact. I would say it's trying to contact you. This doesn't sound ominous to me. No, it doesn't even sound poltergeist. It doesn't, it sounds no. like you've got just something making connection. Although it could just be your spoon clunking against the bowl, you know, as well, it settles. Mm -hmm. But you know, I, I might no, the kid left it there and walked away, Mark. Stop yeah, 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 I to give it a thing. Okay. It is entirely possible, depending on your room layout, if this is the only small object that's laid like that, yeah. that it, it's using that. Because keep in mind, I, I personally feel, besides poltergeist, that's a whole other topic and a much longer show for us. But I think most ghosts have a very hard time moving physical stuff around. I do think it takes a lot of energy for them to do it. So they're not going to like Morris code out the thing. Yeah, dick, 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 dick. So, right. um, and it could just be saying hi and it could be warning you of something. Yeah. And uh, bowls with spoons. That's definitely a, a common communication technique for, uh, for Buddhism and a lot of other mm -hmm. things too. So, or maybe your kid is pranking you. Maybe this yeah. is like a viral TikTok prank. I don't, I, I don't know a whole I, lot about it ghosts we can look it up but i don't think so but i wouldn't cleanse yet i would just let it know that if it's trying to tell you something and you don't want to hear it just ask it to leave generally if you ask them to leave nicely in general they will leave don't go to the extreme steps unless you have to because yeah i feel like my first instinct is always just that's the ghost's house now yeah, no, I'm with you. You know me, Callie. I'll burn yeah. the house down and move. Right. No, um, I feel that. <laughs> I think we should take a quick break and come okay. back. All right, sounds good. Eerie Appalachia. Gear up for a frightful jaunt into the darkest reaches of the ancient Appalachians. Folks deep within the Appalachian hollers lean close to the campfire to share stories of the inexplicable with hushed awe. Monsters rumbling in the hills, strange lights darting through the pitch black night sky, horrible occurrences almost ineffable in their bizarre tragedy. Tall tales, you might say. Tell that to the Flatwoods monster in Braxton County, West Virginia, or the Goat Man of Louisville. Look into his humanoid eyes and let him know you don't believe. What of those apparitions in Mammoth Cave's Corpse Rock or the Satan spawn known as the Jersey Devil? How do you respond when confronted by these mysteries? From the metaphysical energy that swirls near Serpent Mound in Ohio to Point Pleasant's Mothman Legacy, Mark Muncy and Carrie Schultz explore the dark history lurking in the shadows of Appalachia. Read by Mark Muncy, author and experts on strange folklore with appearances on shows such as Ancient Aliens, The Curse of Robert the Doll, and many, many more. Greetings, mortals. 
and others. I'm Dick Terhune, the voice from hell. I work with haunted attractions all over the U.S., Canada, and Europe to increase audiences and enhance their experience with highly effective commercials, narrations, animatronic character voices, whatever your dark heart desires. Let me help you do more, scare more, profit more. Find out more at Voice From Hell on Facebook and at voicefromhell.com. And we're back. We're back. It's my turn. Oh, yes. Okay, here we go. Greetings, travelers. Greetings. Greetings. Okay. Are you going to say greetings? What the heck? Yeah, come greetings. on, Dad. Sorry. I was reading. I was, I was. You're not allowed to read it. Lost, I was lost in thought there for a minute. Oh, I had the pleasure of discovering you all at the Great Smoky Mountain Bigfoot Conference in Catlinburg. Yay. You are all very sweet. Which one of us did you meet? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It has to have been Carrie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was, <laughs> it was Carrie. It was yeah. Carrie, probably. Okay. I need to clarify that, by the way. Um, if you see Mark with another female that doesn't have silver hair like him, that's not Erica. That is his amazingly beautiful wife, Carrie. Just mm -hmm. stop asking She's her our illustrator Erica. for our logo. She's the illustrator for the books. She's just not a talker as much as we are. So. Yeah. She, not a, she's no. my favorite stepmom next to Bruce Campbell. There you go. Yeah. I, I choose Bruce Campbell. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. you were very okay. I do have one question. You were selling a book about being in love with Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know everyone loves Mothman and wants to marry him. You should know that he's not just a piece of cake. He's here to warn us about our failing critical infrastructure. Laugh out loud. In all honesty, it was a cute book. And you should all review it for a future episode. I picked up Sleeping with Sasquatch, too. Is that on your website? Oh, okay, I should have so, picked up. Yeah, oh, I should have picked up Sleeping with Sasquatch. Okay, Darren Jackson. Well, hello, Darren. Um, we have, um, of course, in an episode that just aired before this one was meeting Paige Lavoy, who is the author of I'm in Love with Mothman. Yes, and which was so, the book you were selling at your booth, the Four Horsemen booth. Yeah, it's the Four Horsemen booth. And you can go to the number fourhorsemanpublications.com and find I'm in Love with Mothman and Sleeping with Sasquatch by Honey Cummings and Cuddling with Chupacabra yes. and Naked with the New Jersey Devil. There's a whole collection of those. So you can get Damn. all of your cryptid. There's a ghost collection too. Yep. There's all kinds of stories there. So And I agree, Mothman is not just a piece of cake. No, he is so he is trying to warn us about critical infrastructure. No, I think <laughs> I think Mothman is something completely different. Yes, yes which but... we're gonna cover in another episode. But I will say that um Darren, uh yes, hopefully you heard the Paige LeBoy episode and you got to she is an amazing person. And we'll throw the link in the show notes here so you guys and can for find those of you them. who want some autograph copies we will have them at the mothman festival yes at the mothman festival and the sequel which is i'm engaged to mothman will be at so the well mothman there you festival. go yeah all right there you can come up to point pleasant okay all right next for me hi mark hey did this was right to me did so. you arrange this in this order i did not but so I, I swear okay. uh when that's why i didn't arrange the two greens together but you know i just this is how they come in uh, when are you all coming up to my neck of the woods and discussing puckwudgies? Eager to hear your thoughts. Glenn Williams. Are you familiar with the puckwudgie, Erica? Yes, I am familiar with the puckwudgie. How about Why? you, Because Kelly? you keep saying we need to do a puckwudgie yeah. episode. Is, is the puckwudgie one the, the like, the one with the little snout? They're, they're, no, that's like the kind of scrunchy. 
Oh, I'm thinking of the squonk. My bad. Yeah, the Pukwudgies are kind of fakin slash Bigfoot. They're Mm. like uh, smaller. Yeah, the stump jumper in Florida is considered... The two egg stump jumpers considered yeah. a puck wedgie type thing. They're uh, Bridgewater Triangle. Uh, our good friend Chris Balzano, uh, he has a great book called Bridgewater Triangle, where he really was the puck wedgie guy for a little while. We should we reach should get out, him on our show. get him on the show. He does a, a, a podcast called uh, Tripping on Legends. So yes. we should get him. We'll reach out to him. We'll reach out to him. We'll get him on the show. And we'll, we'll get a full, it. he is the expert. So Good, because otherwise we're I defer to him. Mark, go on about puck wedgies, but Glenn Williams, we'll hear about puck wedgies soon enough. Soon enough, yes. I'll put it on the list. Okay. Next one. There are numerous stories of giant catfish in the Ohio River and other bodies of water for obvious reasons. What are your thoughts on the oversized catfish or any other giant fish growing to the size of small cars? What is the biggest fish you've ever seen? Jeremy W. Do we count Jaws? I want to count Jaws. You want to count Jaws? No, about the Meg. Uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah. No, um, so my thoughts on oversized catfish, um, is that uh, I they exist. I mean, the truth is, oh, there's yeah. a lot of creatures, and they've seen up in the Great Michigan Lakes and stuff the carp that get to be huge yeah, in the, the goldfish. Yeah, yeah, are monsters. But no, uh, the giant catfish. My, I have a story. My grandfather was a swimmer in the Big Sandy River. And he used to swim, which in this river, and help cut the nets when they were trudging behind the barges, and things would get caught in him, and he'd have to go down there and swim. And, and it's he's like literally sees like one inch in front of his face. He said, uh, "This I never met him. He's long dead before I was born." But my uncle used to tell me about the time that he said he put his, he was cutting something loose from the net, and his hand went inside, and his whole arm was swallowed by a giant catfish. And you know, it didn't hurt him. It just catfish doesn't have teeth, it just kind of gumming him. Uh, but it you know scared him and he never went. That was when he quit that job. Grouper, that is the biggest thing I've ever seen. So they call them, I don't like this term, but they call them Jew fish. They used to, they, yeah, they're no longer. Anymore, um, so. and I hated that. But giant grouper, I um, yes, the the mouth was larger than my head. Oh, yeah, and I saw that, and um, I could so. Travelers, there's a reason you'll find that Erica nopes out of situations. That would be why I nope out of snorkel scuba diving. I will snorkel where I'm near the surface and less likely to get eaten. I have an entire shark attack story from when I grew up oh, in wow. California. So let's just say I absolutely have seen these fish. We've seen these fish. We yep. were monsters oh, yes. all the time. And then there was the uh, famous event. I think it was in Ohio where a guy bought his wife seven swans of swimming. He was doing the Christmas, 12 days of Christmas, and he bought her seven swans, put it in this lake that they had on their property, and they started disappearing quickly. And they they finally were watching, they put cameras up to watch it, and the duck, you know, the swans would go down under the water and just never come back up. You know, like they were hunting for fish. They finally drained the lake, the little pond, and they found a seven and a half foot long catfish or eight and a half foot long catfish yeah and it was and it had eaten all the swans and i think a lot of these things you see is generally if something doesn't a lot of nature is taken out by predators Mm -hmm. i mean you don't have a lot of nature that ends up old age kind of situation right for the most part something happens accidentally whatever it's just you know how it works 
So you can find very old creatures that are way bigger just because they don't have anything yeah, to take to them out. Yeah. And then they get to the point where they're too big to be taken out by something because, yeah. you know, like I hate to say, it, but an eight foot catfish and a bear would be a very yeah. interesting tussle. And the biggest fish I ever saw was a giant sturgeon that was, you know, literally nine feet long. I thought it was an alligator and it was a sturgeon. So. Oh, those are terrifying to look at. I've right. only okay. seen a big fish in one episode of Middleman and that's it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I started I started Eric on Middleman finally, so. That's great. Flying, flying pike. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yep. <laughs> all right. So, uh, who's next? You. Oh, me. All right. Greetings, travelers. Greetings. Greetings. Uh, when road dripping, does Mothman prefer Waffle House or Cracker Barrel? Jimmy Christabel. Oh my gosh. Cracker Barrel. I. I he's got to oh. prefer Cracker Barrel. That they carry my books. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> no, I have to say this. It depends on where we're at and the time of day. Time of day. I love cheesy. Hash browns oh, from Cracker Barrel. I do, I, do, I get my capped uh, chicken bowl, but that's only after Cracker Barrel's closed. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, two words, Sunday chicken. Sunday chicken at Cracker Barrel is the most amazing food on the planet. Okay. I have a different opinion. I think Mothman would prefer Waffle House because mm -hmm. Mothman wants dinner and a show. And at Waffle House, you get both. You can see yeah, like people to, fist fight the line brain. cooks while you're there. Like it's just, it's... Yeah, it's that another one, world. That one girl who deflected the chair. That was. Oh just... my god! Yeah, I, I will say if I've been drinking a lot, I want Waffle House. <laughs> that's that's, that's yeah, and uh, and but to be fair, <laughs> we all know Mothman lives in Tudor Biscuit World in West Virginia. So that's true. My yeah, uh, my boyfriend's family's from with Wisconsin, and every time they come down, they're like, "Can we go get Waffle House?" And I'm like, "Waffle House? Are you sure?" Yeah. <laughs> we have other stuff here yeah. uh, it's in, you know I'd never argue either one on a road trip so <laughs> okay hi Erica and Mark hi Hello. I listened to your episode on the Mandela effect and I have to ask do you think we're really living in some dream world I went down that rabbit hole and discovered some crazy things Thanks for turning me on to it. I really enjoyed the number stations as well. Give me more conspiracy. Are you going <laughs> to investigate the Bermuda Triangle? Helen French. <laughs> so yes, Helen, we are going to do episodes on the Bermuda Triangle. I have to say something funny. Oh my God. I was getting uh, my internet here uh, up in the mountains. I'm, I'm on the phone on hold with somebody and I'm telling them, hey, I need better internet. I, I, I'm on a podcast and I just can't, we can't have, you know, this terrible internet. And the guy, he's from some foreign country, uh, you know, at some call center somewhere. Uh, and he goes, well, what is your podcast on? And I mentioned Monsters. He's like, what do you know about the Bermuda Triangle? That is the one thing I believe in. And so I literally talked to this guy for 20 minutes of the Bermuda Triangle while we're waiting on hold for some technician and he's just happy that he's not on break you know at this and i'm like and carrie comes in from the other room quick who are you telling her the flight 19 story to it you know at two in the morning and i'm like i it's the old guy it's it's, it's jake from state farm <laughs> <laughs> that is the story of my childhood right yes. there yes <laughs> yeah okay so to answer your question yes we're going to do an episode on the bermuda oh, yes. triangle i just don't know when um but 
I will say I am a believer that there are other dimensions. I think there's too much stuff that's happened that, mm. you know, even if you discount half of it or three quarters of it, there's still a lot that's happened that would indicate there are other dimensions or something. I don't think it's a dream world. I don't know that I, I buy into the, like it's the matrix and we're all plugged into a giant machine, but I definitely could see other versions of earth. Oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And uh, I think that's one of the things that were very tricky listening to those recent military and government hearings yeah. where they were talking about, they didn't want to say they were from other planets. They never said extraterrestrial. They said non-human because they were already here. I think they were talking about things from other dimensions and things like that. They were they were saying it was too, uh, it was ending the scope when they called it extraterrestrial. I was like, ooh, that means they're talking other dimensions. They're talking parallel yeah. universes and stuff. So I was like, wow, that floored me more than anything. Again, we'll talk that in another time. That's so. going to be a long one. I mean, yeah. my theory has always been that ever since Harambe died in 2016, we've been in a dark timeline. I, I still think it's since the, the since the chicken sandwich wars when Popeye showed that God's chicken could bleed and beat uh, Chick-fil-A for a little while. I don't know, because in 2016, okay, after Harambe... Stopping the Muncie rabbit hole. We're the murder it. clowns, you guys remember. Hard pass. Hard pass. All right, all right. Uh, my turn, Dad. Yes. I'll take the Twitter. Oh, I like this. Hi, travel team. Hi. Hi. I like that. We should be the travel team. That's, oh, no, we're not we getting did a, members. We did a, like jackets. a band. Yeah, it's like, it's like, <laughs> this is so, not Scooby-Doo. We're I, not. I, this is exactly what it reminded it's me not. of. It's not. No. Inc. All right. I was so happy to hear Shannon Legro on Mark's show. Yes. Hi, we love Shannon. It was refreshing to hear her step out as an, ex as an experiencer instead of an interviewer. Are you going to have more hosts on your show in the future? I'm a traveler for life and the other side. William B. Wow. So I like to see you on the other side, William. I love it. So. Okay. And the answer is yes, 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 yes. We have a lot of exciting things coming up. So yes, you will hear more hosts, more people in the um, paranormal world and the experts on all these different things we're talking about. Because although Mark loves hearing himself talk, no, I'm just kidding. We, we <laughs> love hearing from other experts because it allows us yeah. to even go beyond what we know on some of the stuff. So yes, William, we will. Yes, definitely. Plus it gives erica and mark like a voice break that's really important too yeah yeah thanks producer yeah yeah no for real i mean okay so this yeah. is my bread and butter i need you to read this next one erica because this came from that odd mailbox that i've been getting, okay so. here we go mark can you say hello back hi okay I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a little nervous okay. about this one my name is still not important i i really want i gotta do this in my voice oh yeah I'm do it in your voice this. here's my voice okay here we go. Mark, my name is still not important. I know you think you know who I am, but you do not. You answered my question indirectly last time. It was adequate. Oh, you're just adequate. Okay. Let's see if you're more direct this time. Why won't you discuss the time you saw a shadow person in your childhood home? Does he still frighten you? If you must call me by a name, call me X. This is from X. Um, Mark, is there wow. a shadow person in your home that you're not talking about? I don't like this. Uh, this is that same email box That's... that sent us the weird one last yeah. time that I thought was a friend of mine. And turns out it is not um, because I talked to that friend and he said, no, it wasn't him. Okay, so, so... he could be playing my chain uh, because this person also knows that this, I talked about this story 
a couple times I've mentioned it on a few shows in the past that my earliest childhood experience was in my home in Dayton, Ohio. And we lived in an old house. It looked very similar to the house we stayed at for Galaxy Con. In oh. fact, I was having flashbacks of that house where we were staying at that Airbnb and because it was the same build, same design. Oh, and um, my room had stairs to the attic in my room. And one of my earliest memories is going up to that attic and seeing a shadow figure. In at the, the top of the stairs. At the top of the stairs with red eyes. Oh, yeah. And it stared at me. It turned and looked at me. It didn't have red eyes at first. It just turned. And then I see the red eyes. And then the next thing I remember is my mother carrying me down the stairs and quickly hurrying me to bed to make sure I'm okay. And that is one of my earliest memories. Ooh. So, um, nope. Don't really remember much else. I only remember a few other things about that house because I we moved out of it when I was five or six. So, um, well, X, a, yeah. I hope this now satisfies the Mark answer. I tried to answer as directly as I could on that one. So, I have okay. a theory. Okay. What effects is Indrid? Oh, wow. That would be crazy. I think Indrid would say. I think Indrid. I don't think so. And I do got to say that I'm terrified. Please don't email me. I'm scared. That's okay. okay. Well, if they yeah. reach out and ask a question that you haven't revealed yet, then we'll, you know what, X, depending on this who is... you are, I'm going to throw a little challenge. Your next question, I want it to be something that we have not talked about or touched on at all on this show or ever or yeah. ever and let's let's see what you know I, my there's friend. Quite a few things that i have not talked about on other podcasts or ratios yes okay it just question. wants to know your mom's maiden name and the last yeah, yeah, four of your social my, my First and yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> All right, so go. Just kidding, actually. All right, we so believe you, but we, we want do. to see how real you are. Greetings. Okay. Greetings. Greetings. Finding this in the woods. It's a sound similar to drums coming from a hollow log in a creek. What spirit makes this noise? Is it natural? And I just can't figure it out. James Pritchard. It's the kind that makes you leave the woods for sure. Uh, well, Okay, I have a natural explanation for this first. Okay. There are some birds that do make noises in logs in the river. I don't remember which river birds. I wish Carrie was here for this because this would have been a Carrie answer. Um, there we'll are throw some, it in the show notes. Callie, uh, make a note. So there are some water birds that tend to go into logs looking for fish, and it makes a thumping sound. Sounds like a drum in a hollow log. And also, there are some frogs that make that noise, too. So that's immediate thought. Now, water spirit wise. I wouldn't say water spirit. I would what, just what say think? nature spirit. Nature spirit. I think the fae. I think they can do that sort they of thing. They can do that too. Yeah. And it's not just one kind of fae. I think the fae in general, because if you look up the little people in Iceland and stuff, they talk about the music that you can sometimes hear yeah. when there's no humans around. So it, whatever it is, unless it's warning you, which if it's someplace you don't really have to be, or you just, they might be trusting you. That's yeah. what I would say. If you get any uneasy feeling, leave. That is my advice always. It's a good All advice. Right. Well, James, That's okay. true in social situations too. Like if you're like, eh, I don't really want to be at this party, just leave. It's always an option. Yeah. So true. So true. Okay. Greetings, travelers. Greetings. 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 I love the show. Well, we love that you love the show. Thank you. Yeah. Done. Next question. No. 
I really enjoy when Mark tells a crazy story and Eric is just floored by how insane it all is. Okay, <laughs> that's like the premise of our show. Wait a minute. The premise of our friendship. Yeah, that's that true too. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Tuesdays and Fridays are now my favorite days of podcast. Mm. I do want to ask a question. Will Erica go through a house, in a house with Mark leading so she punches him in the back? I'd so she only see, punches him. Oh, so she back. only punches him on the back. I'd love to see it on your YouTube page. I hope to make it to Mothman Festival this year. Will you be back again, Diana B? Yes, we're going to be at Mothman. Both of us are going to be at Mothman. I think she's asking if we'll be at Mothman next year. So so I think she's not going to be able to make it yes, this year. So yes. Well, we hopefully will. Yes, be we should be able to. Yeah. Um, so the problem, Diana, is this is one, um, Mark super does not want me to punch him because I I'm not a delicate little flower. No, I'm six feet tall and I would probably knock him out. I already have neurological disorders. I don't need to be exacerbating that. Hey, maybe and it'll factory reset you. Yes. Yeah, oh, good. Reset. There good. Good. Um, Try turning me off and on again. The problem <laughs> is it's not the haunted house or being scared. And I love the people in costume. It's just, unfortunately, a lot of haunted houses go with jump scares, mm. which is well, not, which we talked to Leonard yeah. and, you know, it's, the problem is, is if they're close enough to me or come at me, they're the they're gonna get hurt. But we are gonna be checking out a couple haunted houses. We'll be talking yep. about them in October. But I'm gonna get tours of them when they're not active because whatever this. I used to love going through haunted houses all the time. I don't know when this changed exactly, but I just don't want to hurt the performers because they're amazing. Yeah. They're giving their time, and it it's no justice to them. And I, I love that you understand that. And yeah. we've got a couple of people coming on that we're going to be talking to that are professional going to haunted houses. Haunters, get, yeah. yeah. They're um, uh, we're bringing a couple of vloggers on, yeah. that also go there, and we'll talk about that when they come on. So, so no, I'm not going to punch Mark. Although, you can virtually tour these haunted. Yes, dumb, lame. But we uh, will be visiting, <laughs> and in the future, we'll be visiting more haunted houses. I just know my place in them. And I think the pro performers appreciate me not punching them. All right. Okay. Next question. Hi, Mark, Erica, and Callie. Oh, hello. Hi. Yeah. Can you tell? Can you all tell me the difference between a ghost, a cryptid, and a haint? I'm in South Carolina, and my mom says they are different things. No. That, did they Dr. say haint? Haint. Okay. Okay. Yes, I had Dr. a real. Dr. Real fearful moment where I misheard that word. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, okay, not listen, taint. Keep it, keep <laughs> yeah. it. Keep, no, it's fine. That was there was some. Well, We're some gonna go past the explicit tag that had a really terrible translation, and they were all worried about the great taint. And <laughs> I was like, uh, the the dark taint was coming, and I'm like, wow. Uh, all, all your base are belong to us. Yeah. That, that so, just means you um, need a shower. So the difference between a ghost. How about we each take one of these and. Callie, you get the ghost. All right. Well, a uh, ghost is just a spiritual phenomenon that is caused usually by a dead person or persons, I would say. Uh, it can be like, you know, uh, an object moving. It could be just like a sound that you're hearing, uh, or it can be a full-blown like poltergeist with like multiple things occurring all at once. But it can also be like a replay of an instance. You know, a ghost isn't necessarily like a, an entity that is like, communicating sometimes it is just an entity that's stuck in this replay mode um 
I, I think that was okay. I don't know. I kind of went on a little I bit. Think, yeah, I think a ghost tends to be a spiritual situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's usually a remnant of something, and sometimes they're communicative. Sometimes they are repetitive. Sometimes we like to call that the stone tape theory. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a repeating thing and stuff like that. So. A cryptid tends to be um, a creature that is outside of what people would consider natural animals and things like that, and they tend to be um more i don't want to say larger than life but they bigfoot's a cryptid mothman's a cryptid these are different creatures that we don't have an explanation and we don't actually have that much proof like we 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 don't have a dead one of these to ever go this is what it is and to be able to dissect it, it is, so they're animals that aren't in the zoological record that's why yeah. i call mm-hmm. cryptozoology it's, yeah you know, there and that's where we get the term cryptid now haints Okay, this is a South Carolina primarily, although it's spread throughout the Appalachian regions. It's most it was started in a low country thing. It definitely was part of the Gullah culture, uh, and that was the they were malevolent haunts. It's the term haunt, but it's converted to more like a poltergeisty kind of haunt, like a poltergeist, but also more like uh, malevolent. Oh, like, like a something demon looking or after like you, a like our fear monger, our you know things like that the you know the more negative spirit more you know i don't like to use the word demonic and stuff like that so uh but haint is definitely an interesting thing uh i a lot of people like to talk about painting their porches haint blue which is to protect them from haints in the south it's also wasps won't put their nests there so that's the main reason people do it but also is to protect from you know from so that would be evil yeah, it's entities like, that we are not necessarily spiritual yeah. entities. So potentially. in the Gullah culture, yeah, they are three different things. Where in yeah. some people in like West Virginia and some places like that, Hanks is also haunts, and yeah, you know, just it, it it just blends. I mean, if so, anything's so I, an if anything's an evil entity, it's for sure wasps. Yes, yeah, that's, that's true. true. Uh, John, you need to go give your mom a wonderful hug and tell her she was right. Yeah. And tell her she's right, and let her listen to the episode. Yeah. Um, next question. Who wins in a fight, Bigfoot or Mothman? Jim Ooh. Winslow. I actually have an analogy for this, and this is where I want to okay. leave it. You ready? All right. Godzilla versus Mothra. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That depends on which movie you're watching. Kong versus Mothra, because he's more of a Kong, you know, Bigfoot, I think. But... I think my monster analogy stood perfectly fine, <laughs> Mark. Just saying, Godzilla is much more Okay. Reptilian. Okay, listen. Listen, the point was it's two epic creatures and it depends on the setting. There's too many factors, Jim. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry, way too many factors that can yeah, go it's into like, this. You know, that was like, we used to have those arguments you know, with Batman with time to plan versus Jackie Chan wanting no trouble and they're fighting in a Lowe's hardware. Yeah. Okay, who wins? The audience. That's right. who wins in that. And that's exactly this, Bigfoot versus, or Mothman. It's the, the, audience. Audience. the audience wins. Bigfoot versus Mothman ends in them getting married in a very beautiful, tasteful ceremony in Vermont. Yes, because Mothman is not just a piece of cake. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he okay. is wife material. We know yeah. this. We love Mothman. Yes. That's true. We do. Look at that butt. Okay. Whose turn is it? <laughs> I've lost I lost track on that one. Yeah, right, so. I said Mothman, but uh, yeah, so. <laughs> hi Erica and Mark. Hello. Sorry, Callie, you didn't get a high in. That's okay. I met you all in Gatlinburg at the Bigfoot conference. Hey! Why were you at different booths? I hate Mark. I don't want to be around. <laughs> yes, it was, it was, it's that restraining order. Yeah. Uh, it was nice <laughs> meeting you all. Looking forward to listening to more episodes. I love your listener tales episodes. 
Leslie Ryder. Well, so, hello, Leslie. Hi, Leslie. Leslie. Um, I'm actually going to explain this because Mark did this. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> it was Mark. It was a bad. It was bad, but good at the same time. So what what had happened was that um, we, I sponsored um, for Four Horsemen Publications, the Smoky Mountain Book Festival. We were one of the sponsors. And I was getting the booth information. Well, Mark can't contain himself, but also knows the people that put on the Great Smoky Mountain Bigfoot Festival. So we reached out for booth information to which they said, oh, you're with Four Horsemen? Okay, we got your booth. And then gave him a booth because we sponsored, which was wonderful of them. Yes. And it allowed Carrie to display all of her artwork and stuff like that. And so it was wonderful. But the reason was because Mark can't control himself and <laughs> it talks to everybody, Leslie. But um, trust me, in the future, we will be at the same location. Yep. All right. Oh, this next one's for you. Okay. Erica seemed really afraid of the not deer. What are those? Carla Roberts. Oh, ooh, Carla. Nope. Nope. So I'm going <laughs> to tell you what I know, which is barely enough. I'm like, a liberal arts major on this particular crypt. I know enough <laughs> to be dangerous talking to, but that's it. <laughs> so Carla, when I was driving through Tennessee with my other half, whose name is John, um, we were uh, looking up what cryptids were in that part of Tennessee. And he mentioned the no deer. He was reading from, you know, the Googles. And a no deer is a, a creature that looks like a deer, except for it has a human face. And they have a very, very unfortunately terrifying history if you make eye contact with them. And from there, I'm going to let Mark take it away. Okay. Well, there's also, you know, the not deer, also sometimes called the no deer. Uh, They are, uh, uh, originally came from creepypasta and all that. It was more of a Wikipedia monster that evolved, but it was from deer get this wasting disease. And they tend to walk weird and they tend to have this really strange behavior where they like, it's like me when, when I have my epilepsy fits, you know, they tick and they do some strange things and they look like zombie deer. And so that's where this cryptid originated from was Mm -hmm. that this was a separate nature spirit, but a dark nature spirit might be related to, you know, uh, shapeshifters and things like that. Um, and so that's why a lot of people are terrified of it. And it really blew up on Creepypasta and became one of the most common reported sightings. And I think it was also partially because that deer, that wasting disease that hit the deer really exploded uh, during the 2020s lockdown. So people saw it a lot. Yeah, let's just say there are rumors of not deer before then though yes so we'll do a deep dive on not deer at some point yep yeah yeah so Carl, on the list. but i have several things that i'm in the realm of nope on so yeah that is definitely all right so i like this one. Ooh. when are we getting an eerie travels live tour <laughs> i want to see destiny beard as your opening act then you can Ooh. debate twilight versus howling two Finish up with Erica singing with Bigfoot Incest Band. I love this show. <laughs> Eric Adams. Eric, ah, we love you. So we are going to be in several places. They're all listed on Facebook, Travelers. We're getting our events page up on the website, but um, we've listed everything on Facebook. Yeah. We have a lot coming up for next year. We have exciting news 
coming from destiny, but we're not able to reveal it quite yet. It will be revealed. Can we get the theme song now? Yes. Mm -hmm. Go to our website. You can download the theme song. Um, and by download it, you go to destiny site and you download it. Yeah. It's right from her band camp page and you get it direct to you and the money goes direct to her. her, Yeah. So no, no middleman, no middleman, but I will say destiny. We have very exciting news that involves destiny. So your little dream here, Eric, may yes. be able to come true here shortly, but please and come out. We do live Eerie Travels podcasts at most of our events. Dragon Con's coming up. Yeah. We're going to be doing two of them, two actually. Two podcasts there. And, and, uh, um, yeah. We have one potentially at Scarefest. Scarefest. I think. We're waiting to yeah. find out final word, but uh, should. Yeah. And then we also got, um, oh my gosh, the uh, the I have a little thing about the Bigfoot incest was that I posted <laughs> some fan art so, of that, so, uh, one of our loyal listeners sent us some fan art, art. of Bigfoot's incest, and and I of so course had to share it immediately. Yeah, and I got banned from Facebook for and Instagram for two days. Mark yeah. uh, <laughs> got put in a timeout, so we reached out to the fan. They wonderfully, wonderfully fixed it so that it yep. was not quite as prolific. But yes, I will absolutely be the front man for Bigfoot. In the <laughs> you know, if you're in a band or you got to want to form a band, let me know. We can, well, we can make that happen. Can absolutely. Make that happen. We've got okay. an audience. We've already got an audience of one. Yes, we have an audience of one. I love it. Okay. Next one. Mark and Erica, what is the most haunted event you've ever witnessed? What is the best evidence you've ever seen? David Branson. Wow. Well, hello, David. I have to say, I'm not I'm not going to reveal mine, and I'm sorry to tease you like that, but we got asked on the last listener question for me to tell my ghost stories. So in an episode in October, I know it's a little wait, but you're going to hear all of my ghost stories, and I've got some doozies of some ghost stories. So, David, I think Mark's going to hold back for that, too. I think we're going to tell some of our ghost stories. I think uh, one of uh, one of the best witness you know events I've ever seen, like I mentioned earlier, that lock at the old jail. I also think uh, the May Stringer House last year with Jay and Chris, the girl, which uh, is- Tampa Jay and Chris, the girl, which is on YouTube on both their channels, two different angles filming the same event. If you look up Tampa Jay or Chris, the girl and real haunted house, they have some video footage that is probably going to be on paranormal, uh, paranormal caught on tape next season. So. Yes. And if you want to hear about the ghost stories that me and my sister Beth have had, uh, you could go to that uh, Hellview Cemetery episode that we did. I want to say it's like episode like 29 or 30 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we talk about the ghosts in our childhood home, which, thank God, is no more. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, true. That's true. Yeah. It's very funny you say that, Callie, because... The Mark... next question, So, actually... David, we'll, we'll fulfill your dreams, yep. but just in a future episode. Thank yep, you for yep. asking. Yeah, thanks, David. Uh, uh, greetings, travelers. Greetings. 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 I really enjoyed the Hellview episode. Hey, hey, there it is. Is Beth ever coming on again to do a part two? Ooh. Is Callie ever going to be free of her father's love of haunted items? No. Where do I post my Robert the Doll romance fan fiction and not be cursed? <laughs> I have a copy of Erie, Florida, and Mark doesn't mention to say goodbye to Robert in the book. Did you do that on purpose to make more people have to write him? The documentary was great, BTW. Dad! Side, Justin C. Well, Justin, hello, hello, hello. hello. Wow. 
So um, back it up, Dad. Did you not put that in the book? It was not in the book because I didn't learn about it till later. It was we learned about it while we were filming the documentary. It was right Which... before that. It was actually while I was doing Freaky Florida that David. Uh, who was David Sloan, who was Robert's keeper, mm. started realizing that this was a new thing. Robert mm. evolves. Robert changes. And uh, Robert- He's a growing boy. I love him. the best boy, and you're growing strong, and you're learning a new thing, and that is where you have to break that connection. And that was more when we discovered Robert kind of follows the fairy rules. Oh. Of, you know, and that was one of the things. You have to say goodbye to the fairy folk, and that is also, you break oh, that yeah. connection. And, and once people started doing that, they started having a lot less issues with and, Robert Hunter. Yeah. So, and if you yeah, ever see... Florida also came out 2014, and the audio version is coming out soon. And you're going to... And I'm going to amend it a little bit, because there's a couple places in there that got bulldozed. I'll mention that. But there's also a couple places like that, things like that, that we have to add. So, mm -hmm. Thank then, you, Justin. So when is Beth coming back on? We could have Beth back on again. Um, yeah we'll have to work that out make a note callie we'll we'll do yeah a yeah post, of the post halloween plan. season because i know uh beth's doing a lot of haunts themselves they're that one fangirl on youtube and they do a lot they're doing a media night for sir henry's we were invited to sir henry's media night the problem is it's the same weekend as mothman festival so we can't go but beth is going to go in our stead yes. yeah yes. i usually go with beth to those sir henry media nights uh whenever dad can't but unfortunately, I am not able to this time because I will also be at Mothman. You guys can see me there. Yeah, I'll be there. A, a rare Kelly appearance. So, so and Haunted Trail okay. is the one we're talking about. Pockets might be there too. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Um, and Callie is never going to be free of her haunted, her father's love of haunted items, as evidenced earlier when we talked about Carrie even bought yet another item. And yeah. um true. Uh, where do you post the Robert the Doll romance fan fiction and not be cursed? I'm not touching that one. Lately. I would say uh, send it to Robert and get his go, approval. Yeah, go to Twitter to first. Yeah, and then you can post it. Yeah, ask Robert on Twitter. I'll include his at in the show notes. Um, I am sure that Robert would love to read it. Um, I have a new fear though, uh, which is Robert fan fiction, which scares me probably as much as the doll. So that that's a compliment. I'm sure it's very good. I'm sure it's brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Just like Robert. The last question, gang. Okay. Last question. And I'm just going to say, if you want to send it to us, you can only after you've sent it to him. Yeah, send it to Robert. Absolutely. I wanna, we don't want to accidentally read it yeah. on the air. Okay. So, hello, eerie gang. Hi, gang. Hi. I recently picked up all of Mark's books at Tampa Bay Comic Con, and he was just as funny in person as he is on the Hey. Did you put this as the last thing? I saved this for last. No, I did not. I literally put them in order I got them. So I bet Dad sent this one in. Oh, my God. I bet he did. Okay, here we go. I have a dumb question. Where did you get your great haunted man picture? My friend really wants one. Tell Carrie we loved her drawings as well. Plus, we love our stickers and patches. Oh, Jenny Thomas. Oh, yeah, we have all yep. of our Erie Travels merch. Yes, we yes. have quite a bit. We're even I, looking at hoodies now. Yeah, we sold quite a bit yeah. of uh, stickers and patches. So and uh, cups. And yeah, we sold a couple of mugs. Yeah, um, uh, buy but, our uh, merch. Yeah, buy our merch. Yeah, buy our merch when uh, when the website gets fully updated. Well, we'll it'll be updated, but, but we do bring it to our shows. So yeah, you we can do have it at the shows. And so, yeah. um. We won't have him at Dragon Con. We'll have bits at Dragon Con, but we'll, we'll do some super secret stuff if you find yeah. us. If you find us, yeah. Just look for our panel schedules at yeah. the Dragon Con website. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, I think I know who this couple is that sent this uh, because they were asking me about my shirt. Uh, so thank you guys for buying the books. I'm glad you're enjoying them. Uh, my shirt, uh, if you Google Haunted Mansion Hawaiian print, the algorithm will find you. Uh, that's I get dozens pop up on my feed. I see that more than any other ad on my Facebook feed. So yes, the algorithm found us and it there's will a lot find of good. you too. So yeah. just the, search. The algorithm I, has started showing me shirts that just say I took a big shit in a Bucky's bathroom. <laughs> and like I don't I don't know what I've been Googling, but I'm gonna try to keep it up. So this is a good oh, shirt. Okay. So Bucky's is code orange right now. They have all the Halloween stuff. We were there just True. recently. Yeah. Spirit Halloween's open too. Yeah, we're, we are. It ends the spooky season 100%. And we are on the road to Mothman. On the road to Mothman. Jenny, it was wonderful that you got to yes. meet Mark. I believe he actually talked to me about meeting you. So I think you, I did. Yeah. You, so you made an impression. We love meeting fans of the show, fellow travelers. We enjoy it very much. So absolutely we will tell Carrie that you loved her drawings. So yes. I, we'll make sure I believe you bought quite a set. So yeah. Good. So. Yes. And there's more to come. More on to come. That. The Erie Southeast uh, uh, or the. Uh, a natural Ohio illustration she did should be out at our next event. Yeah. And then the Erie Southeast picture should be out around the first year when we're allowed to release them. Yes. Yes. And, and even more further than that. Oh so. yeah. And then we got Erie travels books coming with, with lots of more drawings. So. Yes. So yeah. travelers absolutely keep those questions coming in. My gosh, up. this was too much. This For was sure. an hour. We did a full, full hour episode. of questions. I hope you guys enjoyed it very much we we enjoy you callie thanks for being able to jump in with us yeah thanks for uh having me i don't know i guess you thank you the show, so yeah thanks for having you. turning on your microphone well yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i i like to hide in the shadows the shadow man can't see me here okay so i'm gonna go start working on my uh first intro song for big first incest and uh, i'm gonna <laughs> not i'm gonna have to scrap my robert romance fan fiction because somebody else already beat me to it so. yeah probably did a better job probably doing a better job so I'll, I'll work on something else but uh gang thank you so much keep like sharing and subscribing invite more people to the show we, we're, we're growing leaps and bounds and we're excited yeah uh, don't forget to vote for us too on paranormality mag you want to be one number one and we know you travelers can get us there yep 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 we don't yep. get anything for being number one other than knowing how epic you guys are out there yeah we are excited and uh just keep sharing the love and like share subscribe all that fun stuff and i guess erica what do we want to say to these travelers you want to say anything last just uh, send yeah. us some more questions yeah, send us more questions, send us listener stories, come out and meet us. And yeah. Mark, I can't steal your line, otherwise I, I would. I know, but let's see you on the other side. <laughs> <laughs>